Hi, this is Mo Oster, MISNI's Senior Vice President for Advocacy. I lead a team of lobbyists fighting for you in Albany and sometimes in Washington, D.C. This week, our focus shifts back to the nation's capital, where the U.S. House, Senate, and Trump administration are trying to negotiate the next stimulus package and continuation of unemployment benefits before Congress leaves for its August district work period. A few months back, the Democratic leadership of the U.S. House advanced their own package, the HEROES Act, which included a number of positive items from the physician standpoint, including adding significantly more funds for the CARES Act healthcare provider relief pool, a restarting of the Medicare Advanced Payment Program, much more favorable repayment terms, and a significant bump up in funding to assist state governments such as New York in order to prevent them from having to make large cuts to their Medicaid programs due to their historic drops in revenue. This week, the U.S. Senate Republican leadership advanced their own package, which while very different, also contains a number of important positive programs, including a restarting and reshaping of the Medicare Advanced Payment Program and increased funding for the CARES Act Healthcare Provider Relief Pool by $25 billion. It also includes measures to extend expanded Medicare telehealth coverage through 2021. It would expand access to the Paycheck Protection Program to 501c6 entities such as MISNI and the county medical societies, and provide needed protections from medical liability arising from treatment or responding to the COVID-19 pandemic. This U.S. Senate liability measure is particularly important given the recent passage of legislation in New York State proposed by MISNI and many other healthcare organizations that would limit New York's liability protections enacted this previous April only to the treatment of those patients who, with a confirmed or suspected case of COVID. If it were signed into law, it would, on a going forward basis, eliminate the liability protections for care to patients who did not have COVID but could be impacted by the COVID pandemic, such as situations when elective surgery or diagnostic services may need to be postponed by state rule or when care is delayed in a hospital due to triaging decisions, prioritize resources for COVID patients. To clarify, it would not eliminate liability protections for acts or omissions that have previously occurred. However, in a press release issued yesterday, Disney President Dr. Bonnie Litvak urged Governor Cuomo to veto the legislation warning that this bill could have a serious adverse impact on the ability of hospitals to develop sufficient healthcare capacity to manage a potential second wave of coronavirus cases in New York. Also rearing itself again in Washington this week were calls from several House members and senators, as well as the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to address surprise billing as part of the stimulus discussion. While New York has a comprehensive law that addresses this issue, many other states have not yet taken action, and states are limited in addressing this issue for the tens of millions of Americans covered through self-insured plans. We very much support extending New York's heralded approach to this issue to those covered by self-insured plans. Unfortunately, many of the proposals that have advanced through the various House committees vary greatly from New York's approach. In particular, by precluding physician charge data from being considered as a factor by an independent dispute resolution entity, despite multiple studies that have shown that New York's approach to this issue has not had any adverse impact on health insurance premiums. 
these congressional approaches would give an enormous new ability to market-dominant health insurers, drastically reduce payments for care to physicians, not only for out-of-network physicians, but also to in-network physicians. We have raised concerns that efforts to limit fair payment to out-of-network physicians would have profoundly negative consequences on the ability of hospitals to put together specialty on-call capacity, which means patient care and hospital emergency departments could suffer. Moreover, with so many states going through COVID surges now, and New York potentially to face a second surge this fall or winter, now is not the time to create instability in our healthcare system. With so many challenges facing physicians today, Another reminder that MISNI has recently established a peer-to-peer -peer program to provide physicians, residents, and medical students the opportunity to talk with a peer about their life stressors. Under the peer-to-peer -peer or P2P program, physicians may engage in a confidential discussion with a physician peer supporter, an individual trained to share experiences, listen without judgment, and validate feelings. If you are interested in accessing this service, Please call 1-844-P2P-PEER, again, 1-844-P2P-PEER, or email p2p at misnymssny.org. Let me also remind you that we are two months away from the September 30th deadline of having to complete your three-hour pain management coursework requirement as required by New York State. You can obtain these credits by taking the course that MISNI has put together that is on our cme.misni.org website, cme.misni.org. Please also check out the litany of other continuing educational programming that we provide at the site. Again, as we always do, we thank you for all you do for your patients, and we will talk to you again next week.